When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. Welcome to Inside the Cap. I'm your host, Joel Corey. You can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel, C O R R Y J O E L. And also read my regular CBSSports.com column, Agents Take on NFL Salary Cap and Contract Matters. Today we're going to look at the Baker Mayfield trade and some of the fallout uh, surrounding the trade. Well, Baker Mayfield finally gets a new home, past his physical, so his trade to the Carolina Panthers is complete. There really wasn't much of a trade market for Baker Mayfield. Nobody wanted to take on his fully guaranteed $18.85 million um, fifth-year option. The Cleveland Browns are getting a conditional 2024 fifth-round pick, which uh, reportedly can be a fourth-round pick if he plays 70% or more this season. As I said, Mayfield was scheduled to make $18.85 million. This year on a fifth-year option is fully guaranteed. Um, the Browns are eating some salary. In NFL trades, you can't include cash in a trade. So what teams do is on the way out the door, they'll have the player convert salary to signing bonus. So that's what's happening here. Mayfield is converting $10.5 million. That's what the Browns are going to have. They're going to save $8.808 million in the process compared to what his fifth-year option was. He's taking a slight pay cut to go to Carolina. Carolina's only picking up $4.85 million of the remaining salary, so he's going to make uh, $15.35 million between the Browns' 10 and a half and, and what Carolina's paying him. Um, the $3.508 million, He's taking a pay cut. He can reportedly earn back through unspecified, not likely to be earned incentives. Now, uh, that shows you how much he wanted out of Cleveland. (laughs) If he's willing to give up guaranteed money, (laughs) uh, which rarely happens in the NFL, um, it's kind of reminiscent of Yannick Ngakwe in 2020 when he was franchised. Ngakwe had a $17.788 million franchise tag that he was tendered, hadn't signed it, Signed a play one play for twelve million for one year to go from Jacksonville to Minnesota in a trade. Jacksonville converted four million of the twelve into a signing bonus on the way out the door. So Minnesota's only responsible for eight million. Well, things weren't working out in Minnesota, so they ended up trading him uh, mid-season to Baltimore. But uh, Ngakwe had seventeen point. Seven eight eight million if he'd signed his franchise tender and gave up guaranteed money. So these are two of the rare instances where that happens. Now, if I represented Mayfield, I would have wanted two things in exchange for 
taking a pay cut. One, no franchise tag. So if I come in and I play well, you can't stick a franchise tag on me. The non-exclusive tag next year is going to be right around um, $32 million. The quarterback number should take up 14.212% of the cap. And I would have wanted the ability to make more than just a pay cut through incentives where I can make the 3.5 back relatively in a relatively easy fashion, but I would want a chance to make 20 million, 21 million um, if I played really well, but I haven't seen either of those things uh, uh, reported. Now, (laughs) some interesting little dynamics going on here with this uh, trade to Carolina. One, it's supposed to be an open competition is what they're saying. Um, Sam Darnold played well first three games last year, then reverted well enough. Then reverted back to the Sam Darnold, which got him run out of New York and why he was why uh, the Carolina Panthers traded for him. Well, we had Robbie, Robbie Anderson in April in, when interest of Baker Mayfield first surfaced had an Instagram post. No! Now, he now says that he was just only supporting uh, Sam Darnold, but that's a interesting dynamic. We, we know very it's well known that Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr. weren't on the same page in Cleveland. So we'll see if Robbie Anderson fares any better, assuming Baker Mayfield wins the job. He's a better quarterback, but still has to learn the system and so forth. But I expect him to do that. Most people expect Baker Mayfield to emerge as a starter in what may be his last best chance to start. Then you got the offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo, wasn't very high on Mayfield uh, when he was coming out for the draft. He actually had him as the sixth best quarterback in 2018. He even had him behind Mason Rudolph. So, And Baker Mayfield is used to a great offensive line in Cleveland. You got the best guard tandem in the league in Wyatt Teller and Joel Petonio. That does not exist in Carolina. You do have, when he's healthy, uh, a guy who would be in the best running back conversation, Christian McCaffrey, hadn't been healthy the last two years. 2018 and 19 was an Iron Man. That guy was on the field for over 90% of the time. Been hurt a good portion of the past two seasons. You got uh, overall good skill position players, assuming McCaffrey is healthy. You got Robbie Anderson. You got DJ Moore, who just signed um, in March a three-year uh, 20 point, uh, three-year extension averaging 20.628 million per year. So there's some stuff to work with. Now, you got Matt Rule, who's on the hot seat. Owner David Tepper's running out of patience. If he doesn't win, he's going to be coaching college football next year. Now, Mayfield, assuming he wins the job, should be the second-best QB in the NFC South to me, or, or has potential to be that. Uh, Marcus Mariota, Atlanta, I'm putting it, uh, bringing up the rear. So it's either Jameis Winston or Baker Mayfield. Tom Brady, obviously, best quarterback in the division. Now, some people think Carolina could have playoff potential, very good defense last year. If Mayfield looks like he did um, second half of the uh, 2020 season, that's possible. Um, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt that a lot of last year was due to the fact he had the torn labrum and played through it when he probably shouldn't have 
she probably should have looked out for himself and shut things down. And if he had, maybe he's still starting quarterback in Cleveland because he doesn't um, go out and play poorly for most of the year trying to get, get his way through an injury. Now, Matt Rule's biggest problem has been the revolving, revolving door quarterback. I, I don't know if Mayfield is a long-term solution or a stopgap. I assume he's a stopgap. They may be looking for a quarterback in 2023, but he should be an upgrade over Darnold. And if he can't beat out Darnold, he's got bigger issues. He's a perpetual career backup at, at that point. The quarterback position has been the Achilles heel there. Um, when Rule got there, they signed Teddy Bridgewater, $63 million over three years. Gave up on him after one year. Basically paid him $31 million for one season. Because when they traded him to Denver for a 2021 six-round pick, they eventually ate $7 million of salary in the trade. Just a little over $7 million. Paid him just a shade under twenty-four for that one season. Then, Darnold deal. I would have just stuck with Bridgewater personally, but you give up a 2021 sixth and 2022 second and fourths, fourth round picks to get Darnold. Then you immediately pick up the fifth year option. It's fully guaranteed. <laughs> then he doesn't play well. He gets hurt. Had a desperation in the middle of the season. You bring back Cam Newton, who was a shadow of the MVP Cam Newton, the one you had during his first stint in Carolina, paid him $6 million for basically half a season. Now, still not done because this year you move up from 137 to 94 from the fourth round to the third round to draft Matt Corral and give up a 2023 third-round pick in the process. So, what's the damage with this? Okay, from a draft capital standpoint, six-round pick, 2026-round pick for Darnold, to get Darnold. But you basically, it's a wash because you got a six-round pick back in the um, Bridgewater trade. Gave up second, fourth-round picks this year for Darnold, part of the Darnold deal. Um, You gave up your fourth this year to move up to the third, to get Corral. You gave up your 2023 third round pick to get Corral, and you've given up a fifth round, conditional fifth round pick, which could be a fourth round pick for Mayfield. So that's a lot of draft capital for you to be treading water, spinning wheels at quarterback. Now, to me, just would have been better off paying Teddy Bridgewater for two years. You could have paid him $42 million over two years, not had to deal with all this. You'd be looking for a quarterback this year. Maybe you would have been in a position to go get Carson Wentz if you wanted to because you wouldn't have Darnold's. Don't trade for Darnold. You don't have his $18.85 million option sitting there or Matt Ryan if they wanted to trade him within a division, which doesn't really happen that often um, with quarterbacks. But... <laughs> You could have paid him $42 million, had $5 million in dead money, and had more flexibility. Between Bridgewater's $31 million, paying Newton 6 and you're paying um, Darnold basically 4 7 last year, 2020 and 2021, this is about a wash. So that's 41-7 for guys to start, and it would have been 42 to have a Bridgewater start. So, 
But that's neither here nor there. No sense crying over spilled milk at, at this point. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Guys, are you looking for that extra confidence when it's time to have fun? Let me tell you about BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew's tablets help men combat all forms of ED. BlueChew is also an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, all done online. Blue Chew's tablets, made in the United States, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code CAP at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code CAP, C-A-P, to receive your first month free. One of the other interesting things to me is they're actually, Carolina's actually, actually paid Cam Newton more money for half a season than they have to pay Baker Mayfield this year. It's $1.15 million more. And then if you look at it from a draft capital standpoint, they gave up more in draft capital for Matt Corral than to acquire Baker Mayfield. That just shows you how much better of a job they did on this trade than they did on the Darnold trade. So, as I said, Mayfield, expect him to win the job. But if you look at if finances come into this in any way, there's a financial motivation to play Darnold, 18.858 million versus 4.85 million. <laughs> but as I said, uh, Matt Rule needs to win. But this year, or he's probably coaching college football next year, I don't think that uh, he would hesitate to make a switch at quarterback just because he's trying to save his own skin. If he's not satisfied with what's going on, instead of kind of riding the guy out and letting him uh, work things out, for 4.85 million, you got to wonder. Okay, Seattle, you could have done that. <laughs> you got the cap space <laughs> to where you could have handled that. <laughs> so, what gives? Because Seattle, you got like oh, slightly over 16 million in cap space. You could easily absorb that. You got Drew Locke. And Geno Smith is your two guys. Drew Locke came over in the um, Russell Wilson trade. He's making a little over $1.45 million in the last year of his rookie contract. And you got Geno Smith on a one-year deal for $3.5 million. Um, Max is out at seven through incentives. But uh, depending upon what you believe, they either had a lot of interest in him or either were waiting to see if he got cut. But in either event... <laughs> I wouldn't be all that enthusiastic about having either one of those two guys as my starting quarterback um, if I'm the Seattle fan base. 
that suggests that they're really looking to find a quarterback in 2023 because both guys are off the books. So if things go south, neither of these guys do much of anything, you could be in a good position where you could call it. I uh, remember a couple of years ago in Miami, people were saying tanking for Tua. Well, this could be uh, sucking for CJ, <laughs> as in um, CJ Stroud. <laughs> Or busting for Bryce, as in uh, Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner at Alabama. But um, well, Cleveland, they have uh, Jacoby Brissett, who's going to be their starter if uh, for however long Deshaun Watson is suspended. I'm assuming he's going to be suspended at least a portion of the season, if not the entire season. Um, he's on a one-year deal at 4.65 million, um, which matches. Out at 6.15 million through incentives, 4.5 million is guaranteed. Now, the guy who is a big loser in all this to me, in addition to probably Sam Darnold, is Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo would have been traded um, for probably a second round pick or worse, a third round pick. Would have been a day two pick had he not hurt a showing thrower, throwing shoulder last year in the NFC Championship game. Um, he's supposed to start resuming throwing um, sometime this month um, from the shoulder surgery he had. But the only obvious place for him to start is Seattle. But um, would the Niners want to trade him in a division? That rarely happens. Um, I can think of two cases this century where a team has traded a starting caliber quarterback in the division. And when you do that, it shows you don't really fear that guy. Uh, When Tom Brady emerged when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl in 2002, 2003, Bledsoe was traded to the Buffalo Bills. And in 2010, Philadelphia traded Donovan McNabb to the Washington Commanders. (laughs) So, that right there, uh, it's rare for a quarterback to be traded um, in the division. Now, Garoppolo has pretty big salary. Cap number right now is $26.95 million, $25.6 million in cash, um, $24.2 million base salary, $800,000 in per-game roster bonuses, $600,000 workout Bonus. He didn't attend the workout program. Don't know whether they, that was by agreement, like they agreed for him not to attend the minicamp, and he gets a 600 or not. The $7.5 million injury guarantee. So if he can't pass the preseason physical um, in about three weeks, they'd be on the hook for the 7.5. But the expectation is he will, so the injury guarantee won't be uh, an issue. Now, 49ers are near the bottom of the league in cap room. They have less than $5 million in cap space. <laughs> Only two teams have uh, fewer caps, less cap space than the Niners. So <laughs> Then you get into the dynamic of would you hold on to him when all signs have been pointing to he won't be here. The intention has been to trade him. They gave up three first-round picks to get Trey Lance, so... <laughs> You're not going to have him move up to get him. You're not really going to have him sit two years. That hadn't been the plan. But if you can't move Garoppolo, 
and you're going to need some cooperation for him because the only team with a quarterback need that has the cap room, potential quarterback need that has a cap room to absorb his full salary would be the Browns. The Browns have basically $48 million in cap space, which is easily the most in the league. But that's a little misleading because the Browns have the second most cap commitments next year. At a little over $253 million. Uh, salary cap right now is $208.2 million. I know teams are using anywhere between $222.5 and $230 for internal cap projections. So you need to have a significant amount of money to carry over for the Browns. So that would only potentially make sense if Watson is suspended for most or all of the uh, 2022 season in we should know by the start of training camp where that stands. The expectation is the disciplinary um, hearing officer, Sue L. Robinson, will make a decision before the start of training camp. Post-hearing um, briefs are due um, next week. So her decision could come down any time after that, and then we'll see if there would be an appeal. Obviously, it could settle between now and then, but that's not really anticipated. Now, um... Who else might have a need at quarterback? Well, I would call Garoppolo an upgrade over Mariota, but they have like 7 million cap space, so there'd be a lot to be done, and I'd keep an eye out on the Texans. They're high on Davis Mills, but Garoppolo's better, and there's the connection. Nick Casario was a Patriots executive um, when... Garoppolo was drafted in 2014, and no, I, I had that. I'm getting my teams confused. Falcons have about 12 eight of cap space, and the Texans Texans have about nine. So I misspoke, but neither one of those teams has, has enough to absorb Garoppolo's full salary. So it have to be a Mayfield type thing, where the 49ers would eat some salary. Garoppolo's going to take a uh, pay cut to go someplace else, or he could decide, I'm not going to help you out in any case. I want to pick my own destination. You either have me compete to start here in San Francisco, or you cut me. And if they cut him, they're going to pick up uh, $25 million in cap space. Uh, 25.5 if the roster bonus is paid, and they don't get a cap credit for that. Or 24.95. Uh, it's going to give basically $25 million in cap space if they uh, release him. Now, if they let him compete, that'd be a really interesting dynamic. Because, one, do you really want Garoppolo hanging around <laughs> uh, this year after he's been the starter for your past uh, four and a half seasons? <laughs> Trey Lance having it hook, look over his shoulder? Because that would be the biggest quarterback uh, controversy or uncomfortable situation the Niners have had since Bill Walsh traded for Steve Young and had him looking over Joe Montana's shoulder. Anyway, we'll see what happens with uh, Garoppolo, um, where he ends up uh, through trade release or starts the season with the Niners. But that's going to be it for this week's uh, Inside the Cap. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter at Corey Joel. That's C-O-R-R-Y-J-O-E-L. And check out my CBSSports.com, CBSSports.com column, Agent's Take. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next time. Goodbye.